This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. And this week we are covering season three, episode two, The Kids Are All Right. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. know what i think about this episode <laughs> besides the fact that the monster is scary so i guess yeah, we'll just not, get into it it's not my favorite yeah it's i mean it's very dean heavy for starters but this whole season is very dean centric like dean focused in a lot of ways so oh, someone pointed out someone in the ter- discord server pointed this out the other day that the show like sam is the main character of supernatural but the whole show is from Dean's point of view, which I was <laughs> like, yes, I knew that. But also like, like just having someone state it so blatantly was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, you're right. <laughs> it is. The whole show is from Dean's point of view. But Sam is the main character. Because in Dean's world, Sam is the main character. Um <laughs> Sam is his number one. Um, but, alright, let's get into this episode. This episode that doesn't have very much Sam in it. Um, it's another Talk About Dean episode. Yeah. Um, so we open with our then segment. We get Dean's Deal, The Devil's Gate, um, and then the girl who saved Sam at the end of last episode. Um, played by one Katie Cassidy. I love her. She's so good. She's She's so good. And we go right into our cold open, which is set in Cicero, Indiana, which is where this whole episode is set. Um, a woman greets her daughter, um, and we kind of get, yeah, this is her, her ex-husband is bringing her daughter home early. It's supposed to be his night. She's supposed to stay at his place, but she threw a fit and wanted to come back to her mom. So he brought her home early. Um, as far as I can tell, this mom has no name, so... I have a little, I have a little, this was a conundrum that I realized once I got to the end of the episode. The super wiki calls her Annette Doolittle in the notes, like really? in the summary of the episode. Yeah, here, let me, ooh, my grill lights just turned off. <laughs> oh. Let me go back into the notes. Um, yeah, in the third paragraph of the synopsis on the superwiki it says lisa talks to katie's mother annette doolittle like but i don't know where that name came from the fandom wiki (laughs) the fandom wiki lists her as dana keel because katie is listed as katie keel on imdb that's her last name is keel the little girl um so the fandom wiki lists the mom as dana keel the superwiki calls her Aunt Annette Doolittle IMDB just calls her Katie's mom <laughs> like she doesn't have a name yeah, they can't <laughs> also decide. I thought I was like well maybe like maybe Lisa says it but no nobody ever says it no one ever calls her any name <laughs> she's just mom <laughs> like this poor woman 
goes through hell in this episode and she doesn't even get a name <laughs> oh also this episode was written by sarah gamble i also that's a fun note too but but yeah i i had a whole thing i was like hang on wait wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> what is this woman's name she doesn't have one it doesn't exist she's katie's mom um so uh her ex-husband has brought Katie home early. Uh, as the after the ex-husband leaves, the Katie claims that she, um, she hates it at her dad's house. She doesn't want her dad to have any more nights because there's monsters at her dad's house, which is a pretty like kind of serious accusation from a small child. <laughs> I assume that's where um, she probably got attacked, right, from her dad's house by the where the swap house. happened. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. This is not, like, at the beginning of the episode, this is Changeling Katie already. Yeah, I think We don't actually yeah. really meet real Katie until the very end. Until the and end, all she yeah. does is scream. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. Um, but yeah, this is apparently a new thing. So yeah, I think you're right that this this night, when she just throws a fit and wants to come home early, is when the switch happens. Um... Uh, so we go back to the dad's house where he's working on a rocking horse in his garage. Um, he like finishes up for the night, but as he heads inside, the power saw, uh, turns on by itself. I hate this death. This (laughs) is rigged right up there with the hand in the garbage disposal. (laughs) I hate it so much. Oh, and the um the one in the the one, the one where the guy falls backward onto the like fork thing in Bad oh. Day at Black Rock. I hate hate these. I hate them so much. Because oh. <laughs> you know something bad is the part of it's the suspense, but also they're like worst fears. You yeah. know, like the garbage disposal. I will never stick my hand in a garbage disposal. My dad does it all the time, and I'm like, hell no. Like, that thing could be detached from literally everything, and I will never put my hand in there. Well, also, the, <laughs> it's not happening. The bleach um, death from last. Oh, last I hate the bleach death, too. Yeah. No, we not. get, like, two bad ones uh, in a row. Two. Well, they're, like, they're well done, but they're just gross, and I hate them. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I awful. mean. Bad but then ones. The, these, like, table saws are terrifying, too. I've used one one time. I was very proud of myself, but also very scared. I don't. Have any plans to do it again? Like, much respect for people who can confidently work with a table saw, but that thing is fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, you know. And then there's the freaking um, the fork through the back of the head in Bad Day at Black Rock. We'll get to that episode in a few weeks. I probably blocked um, that out of my memory. Good for you. I wish I could block it out of my memory. <laughs> it is it's ingrained in my brain forever, and I want to die. <laughs> I hate it so much. But so yeah, the table saw turns on. He turns it off. Uh, he turns the light off, and the table saw turns on again. Um, and it, throughout this, we get these shots of, like, POV, something's watching him. Um, and as he goes to investigate the saw for a second time, what whoever is watching rushes him and shoves him backward onto it, um, killing him in the most brutal fashion. Like, it is awful. It's so, so awful. This poor man. (laughs) It's very effective. Very well done. I hate it. I hate every minute of it. Um, And then the camera tilts up to show a completed rocking horse sitting on the workbench, which is 
fucking terrifying because it was yeah. not complete before. That was, that's really creepy. Wait, it doesn't it have not? any like significance of any kind. Like it's just a creepy shot. Yeah. But it it's still creepy. <laughs> Uh, and then I'm pretty sure we get our splash screen here. Uh, were you going to say something? Did no. I interrupt you? Okay. We end open on a diner where Sam is on the phone with Bobby. Um, they're working on a translation related to Dean's deal. Um, but then Dean arrives uh, and Sam hangs up at speed of light. <laughs> and Dean's like, who are you talking to? And Sam's like, no, and I was ordering a pizza. <laughs> Which is one of Sam. <laughs> Dean's like, you are sitting in a restaurant. <laughs> Sam's like, I just wanted pizza. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so it's so dumb. I love it, but it's very dumb. Um, and then Dean calls Sam Weirdy McWeirderton. <laughs> um You keep cutting out, babe. I you keep freezing. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. You keep freezing, too. Um. What do you want to do? I guess we keep going. I guess we just power on through it. It's really annoying. It's extremely annoying. Um, so Dean, uh, says he's found a case. He shows Sam an article about the power saw death. Sam's like, we have one death via power saw. And you think you have a case, but okay. Uh, and then Dean spills. He can't keep it in. He wants to go to Cicero to see Lisa Braden, a yoga instructor who apparently gave him the bendiest weekend of his life <laughs> over eight years ago. <laughs> I I just realized that they're in season nine. There's an episode um where they go undercover like a fitness retreat thing and sam is a yoga instructor and he tells dean's like how do you know anything about yoga and sam says you're not the only one who's dated someone bendy and he's directly referring to lisa (laughs) just i just made that connection (laughs) he is this is a callback to dean's bendiest weekend of his life Um, Dean says it's his dying wish. And Sam's like, how many dying wishes are you going to get? All the dying wishes, according to Dean. (laughs) Um, They drive to Cicero. Dean dumps Sam at a motel. I love him fucking with Sam. (laughs) While Sam's getting out of the car, like revving the engine and like jerking the car forward. And Sam's like, dude. (laughs) He just ditches him. Just ditches him right there on the curb. Um, (laughs) And then he drives to a suburban neighborhood where he finds Lisa's house. Um, big question. How does he know where Lisa lives? Because he said that their weekend was in her loft, which to me implies like an apartment of some kind, not a suburban house in an apparently gated community. Like, also, what the fuck does Lisa do for work? (laughs) She was a yoga instructor. (laughs) We don't know if she still is a yoga instructor. It's never mentioned what she does for work. But whatever she does, she makes money. Apparently, yeah. (laughs) Like, wow. Um, But he has arrived... uh, Well, he's arrived in time, or on the day of, her eight-year-old son's birthday party. Um, Lisa is so shocked to see him. 
I do not blame her. Imagine spending a weekend with a guy and then over eight years later, he just knocks on your front door and is like, hi, I wanted to see you. Like, I'm sorry, that's not creepy at all. Dean's lucky he's, he looks nice because if he didn't, if he wasn't hot, he wouldn't get away with any of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, they are having a children's birthday party for Ben, uh, who Dean... They enter the party to see him very excitedly unwrapping an ACDC CD. <laughs> I love, I love the show like trying to hint that he might be Dean's son throughout this episode when he's actually. Oh, not. it's not hinting. They are like hitting you over the head with well, this yeah. is a little mini Dean. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out it's not uh, actually his son, apparently. But yeah, there's a lot of fans who still think that Ben is Lisa's or is Dean's son. She mm-hmm. said she got a blood test done. I'm assuming she, like, called up the other guy that she hooked up with around that same time and did a test with him and f- discovered it was his, and so she knows it's not Dean because it's definitely this guy's. Yeah. But, because I don't know how she would have gotten Dean's DNA. <laughs> Unless she hadn't washed her sheets yet. Haley froze with the best face. (laughs) Yeah, you froze too with the best face. I have to take a picture of that. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um. So yeah, they're having a pretty, pretty awesome actually children's birthday party. Lisa's backyard has like two sections to it. I just remembered. Like, there's, like, a lower section where, like, the food table and stuff is, and then there's an upper section with, like, a gate where the bouncy house thing is. (laughs) Like, where does this woman live? What does she do for work? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, great questions. Um, Yeah. So, uh, Lisa excuses herself to go talk to the mother and daughter from the cold open. Katie and her mom have arrived. Uh, Dean is doing some math. <laughs> uh, he goes to check out the food and encounters a race car cake, which is pretty cool. Uh, while he gets a piece, we cut to two women sitting nearby just ogling him. Uh, one of them's like, did you hear Lisa called him Dean? And the other, a realtor, is like, who's Dean? And the one, the the first one is like, like best weekend of my life dean (laughs) uh and she says did that they did semi-illegal things what on earth did that weekend entail (laughs) what is going on i'm guessing some probably some mild drug use or something i don't know weed (laughs) probably dean Dean seems like the guy kind of guy who smokes um but yeah, then they very awkwardly, like, he turns and, like, sees them looking at him and is like, hi. And they're both just like, hi. <laughs> he's really, <laughs> he's like, goodbye. <laughs> uh, so Dean goes to talk to Ben. Um, and I love Ben, but also some of his dialogue is a bit weird. <laughs> Ben's watching the kids play in the the moon bounce, I think is what he calls it. The, the bounce house that has been rented for his party um and dean's like it's pretty cool and uh or this party's pretty cool and (laughs) ben's like it's fantastic it's like hot chick city out there (laughs) this kid is eight (laughs) 
eight. <laughs> and he's like, you know who else loves moon bounces? Chicks. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, did you catch this? I don't know if I ever caught this before. When he goes into the moon bounce, when Ben goes into the moon bounce, there's a line of dialogue that was definitely probably, like, recorded and, like, recorded separately and put over the top of this clip. Like, it's not from this clip, I don't think. And he says, look out, ladies, here comes trouble. (laughs) 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 Eight! (laughs) I feel like they were trying to make little Ben too much like adult dean they were trying too hard like ben is eight not 27 yeah like exactly (laughs) oh my god (laughs) uh sarah gamble i love you i have questions (laughs) what was the thought process on this because it is definitely weird to hear an eight-year-old boy talking about hot chick city about yeah. a bunch of other eight-year-olds. It's a little strange. <laughs> it's weird. It's very weird. Um, Dean is like, now hold on a minute. Uh, he runs to go talk to Lisa because uh, he has completed his mental math. Um, inside, uh, Lisa's talking to Katie's mother, who says Katie isn't acting right. Um, Katie is being very strange outside. She's literally just standing in the middle of the yard. Like, it's weird. She's acting very weird. Um, Lisa's like, well, it's just probably just grief. But Katie's mom is insistent that Katie isn't acting like Katie. Uh, She genuinely thinks that the kid out in the yard is not her daughter. Uh, Which Lisa is like, okay, you need therapy? <laughs> like, she's literally like, well, can't you help? I mean, she kept um, but the... on pretty fast, you know, that it's not her. Yeah. Um, I guess the change must have just been too drastic and sudden. I don't know. I mean, it... But... Good for her for catching on. <laughs> but the other kids aren't really blending either. Like, yeah. they're all blending really poorly. I think Sam says later that they're, like, able to perfectly mimic the children. But, like, I would not call that perfect. Maybe maybe visually, but yeah, in every other but, sense, no. But not in anything else, <laughs> like, yeah. they make weird kids. <laughs> Changelings are weird kids. Um, Very clingy. Um, creepily clingy children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, I don't know, that it's just her mom's senses are tingling, I guess. <laughs> but none of the other moms are? I don't know. I mean, we don't really see any of the other moms. Um, but, so Katie's mom is frustrated that Lisa's not taking her concerns seriously and rushes to get Katie so they can leave. Uh, uh, which is, which is when Dean arrives, um, to ask Lisa in a very awkward, very roundabout manner if Ben is his. <laughs> Lisa's like no Uh, it's really funny this moment where he's like um where is it couldn't help but notice that he's uh turning eight (laughs) like yeah D (laughs) oh um so uh, Katie and her mom leave uh and D this is where Lisa brings up um that Katie's uh 
or uh, the mom's ex-husband died in a power saw accident and he's like yeah i read that in the paper and lisa says that there's been a lot of bad luck in the neighborhood uh which dean is like oh do tell (laughs) like interest peaked (laughs) um hunter senses tingling (laughs) so jump back to the hotel poor sam has been abandoned (laughs) he's gone over to the diner to do research because he's a nerd. Um, when the woman from the last episode who saved him arrives, um, she steals fries from him. I love her with the ketchup. <laughs> that was relatable. <laughs> She's a mood. I, we still don't know her name. Yeah. Does she introduce? I don't think she tells Sam her name. I don't think so either. Um, I'm gonna open the transcript. Um, I'm literally just flip. I just searched her name in the transcript, and so far, everything is a dialogue tag, so it's Ruby. And then her dialogue. Yeah, she doesn't tell him her name. She hasn't told him her name yet. Dang. Okay. Well, this is Ruby. She does tell him her <laughs> Spoiler. Name. She has to tell him eventually. I mean, they're Wait. banging at one point. Not in this season, but next. No, season. I can't remember we'll when she there. tells him. I don't remember either. Okay, but Ruby has arrived. Um, she's going to eat all of his fries. Uh, well, she won't eat all of his fries, but she probably wants to. Um, Sam's not eating them, so there's that. Uh, or Sam asks about her knife. She kind of like dodges the question. She says, "I got it from uh, Sky Mall or something like that." Uh, basically, she got it out of like a magazine ad. Um, yeah, she says Sky Mall. She, he asks why she's following him, and she says she's interested in Sam. He's got this whole Antichrist thing going for him. Uh, he's the sole survivor of the psychic kids. Like, you know. Uh, she does also jokingly say I like tall men. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> Same, Ruby. Um, Sam insists that his psychic abilities have died with the Yellow Knight demon. Um, Ruby's like, I still think you're a big deal. Um, like, especially considering what happened to your mom and all your mom's friends. And he's like, ex- I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Uh, this is news to him. So she's like, oh, well, do your homework and then call me. Uh, and before she leaves, she tells him that there is a job in town, in this town. Um, she did tell, she did tell Sam she was a hunter. I just didn't remember that detail. Mm -hmm. Um, he asks who she is and she says she's a hunter. Um, which is a lie. Baby, keep cutting Baby's out. frozen again. Oh, no. Babe. Hello? <laughs> you keep freezing. Hello? Hello? I don't know. Hi. Hi. I don't know you how cut long out you've been for a lot there. For. Uh-oh. For how much? At least 30 seconds. Did you talk over the top of it? 
Um, I was going hello. Okay, well, I guess we'll just see how this goes in post. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just mute me. <laughs> Internet issues suck. I may, I may cut your bits of dialogue out there. I'll <laughs> we'll say hello. I'm going to drop a marker here so I can find it. Okay. Um... I don't know what the I was just remembering is. I was just remembering that Ruby um told Sam that she was a hunter. Um and as she leaves before she leaves the diner she tells him there's a job in town. Um and then immediately Dean calls and is like, Hey dude, there's a job in this town. <laughs> <laughs> um apparently there have been four other accidents in uh this gated community. This is where Dean mentions it. Like it, Lisa lives in a gated community. Yeah, this should be a very safe place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for certain. Yes. But also, like, gated communities are expensive, aren't they? <laughs> I just can't get over I this. So. She's a single mom <laughs> living in a gated community? <laughs> Same with Katie's mom. Like, they're both single mothers living in ga- a, a gated neighborhood. Like, what do they do for work? Like, they probably I, don't live I'm in Utah. Confused. No. Well, they live in Indiana. <laughs> it must be cheaper there. I guess. I don't know. I mean, it was 2007, but still. Um, But yeah, there's been four other accidents that never made the paper. Like, a guy fell through a window. I think something with a hot tub. I don't remember exactly. Um, where is... Um, so we cut to Katie's house where Katie's mom, poor unnamed woman, has fallen asleep on the couch. Um, she wakes up to find her daughter staring at her. Creepily. Um, the actress who plays Katie does a fantastic job. She is really creepy. How are children able to be so creepy so well? I don't know, but I hate it. I hate it so much. Um... So Katie asks if they can play, and her mom agrees. Um, and as she like walks away from the couch, Katie hug like hugs her from behind, and um, she turns around. And as she does so, she sees Katie's reflection in a mirror above the fireplace. Um, and Katie's skin is like all weird. It kind of looks like like rotten, like decayed. It's 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 creepy. Gross. Like, it's all slimy and ugh. Got a it's, big mouth. It's gross. She doesn't see that yet. Um, for doesn't? now, she just sees, like, her arms. Oh, yeah. Um, look all weird yeah. and gray. But then when she, like, shoves Katie away to look at her, she looks totally normal. And when she looks back to the mirror, she looks fine. Um, it's creepy. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how they did it. If it, was, if it was makeup, if it was, like, done in post- or what, but it's creepy. Um, so we got to Sam, who has gone undercover as an insurance agent, visiting the wife of one of the accident victims. Um, he wants to examine the scene where her husband apparently <laughs> fell through a window after losing his balance while changing a light bulb inside. Um, I think she says. Like, the, there is a ladder, so it, like, kind of, like, at first glance, if you're not paying attention to what she says, it seems like, all well, he has to fall off the ladder, but, um, the ladder, I think, is to, like, put up the boards over the window that he fell through. 
Because he was mm. inside changing a light bulb and lost his balance and went through a window. Windows are not, like, they don't just, they don't break easy. Like, he went through. That man was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently the wife was out, um, but their daughter was home. Uh, Sam notices said daughter standing in the window, uh, just being creepy. <laughs> <laughs> just standing there staring. staring it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Sam also spots a smear of this red substance on kind of the outside of the window frame. I don't really know what to call this part of the window. I was trying to figure out what to call it in my notes. So there's like the frame that goes around the window, but then on the outside on like the like stucco of the house, there's like a stone or like a mock stone frame that goes around the window itself too that's part of the wall and I don't know what to call that I guess <laughs> but there's some like red substance on it and there's more on a nearby railing um Sam's thoroughly creeped out by this little girl who is now staring at him uh <laughs> as he would be she tells yeah, he tells the the woman he's done, and she starts leading the way out. Um, and as he follows, he spots a strange circular mark that kind of looks like a weird, like bite or bruise on the back of her neck. Um, back at Katie's house, um, Katie's mom is making grilled cheese for her. Um, she's rubbing at a sore spot on her neck. Um, and she she delivers the grilled cheese. Which looks pretty, it's an okay looking grilled cheese. It's a little bit dark, but, you know, it looks pretty good. <laughs> um, she delivers the grilled cheese to Katie and then heads to the bathroom to try and see the spot on her neck. Um, which she can see, like, she does the whole, like, handheld mirror thing to see it properly. And she sees the same kind of circular bite mark as the woman that Sam was talking to has. Mm-hmm. Um uh, she is thoroughly freaked out now, uh, and she starts freaking out even more <laughs> when Katie starts banging on the bathroom door, screaming for her mom to let her in. Yeah. Uh, it's genuinely terrifying. Yeah. Um, and the scene, it gets very, very intense, like, because you're one, like, is Katie gonna break the door down? Like, what's gonna happen? Because the mom's just panicking trying to like see look get a good look at the mark and freaking out because her daughter is being very weird (laughs) to put it lightly um but then the doorbell rings and everything goes absolutely quiet um so the mom composes herself and she goes out to find katie has answered the door to the realtor lady from the party who has brought them a gift basket of some baked goods and stuff um, so the mom tells Katie to take the basket to the kitchen. <laughs> it's really funny because Katie's just standing there staring and the lady's like, aren't you the cutest thing? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so the, I'm assuming she's like checking up on the changeling kids. Because, spoilers, this is the changeling mom. This is the realtor is the like mother changeling. So I'm assuming that her like coming to the house is like checking up on her kid <laughs> yeah i think that probably makes the most sense um so the mom tells katie to take the basket to the kitchen um and the realtor 
uh, kind of starts to get, like, weirdly pushy about, like, whether the mom plans to sell the house or not. Uh, lady, her ex-husband just died? <laughs> like, chill. It's not even the house where he lived. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, but the mom snaps at her, uh, and closes, like, slams the door in her face. Uh, and then Katie appears out of fucking nowhere and demands ice cream. <laughs> they're very demanding um so we got to a park Uh uh-oh sorry what was that well i guess you froze again you froze i said uh they're very demanding the changelings yeah they're extremely demanding (laughs) mommy play with me (laughs) Uh uh-oh you're frozen i can hear you can you hear me Babe. Hello. 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 <gasps> Hi. You moved. <laughs> Hi. Hi. She's back. Oh, something happened. What happened? You cut out. You froze. <laughs> you froze. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you. I'm tired of it freezing. I know. It's frustrating. <laughs> this is going to be so fun to edit. I know. I tried I'm just going to quiet leave all that time. <laughs> okay. Um, I was saying hello over and over again because you were frozen and I couldn't hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, continuing on because we don't really have another choice. <laughs> uh, we cut to a park. I don't know what Dean is doing at this park, um, but he encounters Ben, who is sitting on a bench, looking very depressed. Um, he reveals to Dean that a bully has taken his video game. Um, Dean's like, "Well, I can go get it." And Ben's like, "No, only bitches send a grown up." <laughs> like. <laughs> They are hammering home that this is a mini Dean so hard. Uh, and Dean's like, yeah, you're right. And then Ben goes, and I'm not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 2007. <laughs> He's eight. Does his mom know he uses those words? <laughs> Good Lord. Um, so instead, uh, Dean gives him some advice that results in Ben confronting the bigger kid uh demanding his video game back and then when being told to take it kicking the kid in the groin twice two times yeah <laughs> um, hard <laughs> and, and dean is just like surprised <laughs> he's like good job <laughs> but like proud at the same Uh-oh. time she froze It went from you smiling to you pouting. <laughs> that was cute. Why is it cut out when I try and talk? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. What were you saying, my love? <laughs> I was just talking about Dean's expression of being shocked and proud at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. Um, Dean's very impressed. 
Lisa is not impressed. Lisa's not impressed at all. Lisa's quite pissed, reasonably so. Uh, she, uh, she's like, who the hell asked you to teach my son, like, to beat up other kids, you know? Yeah. He's like, someone had to teach him how to cook a, kick a bully in the nads. Like, <laughs> okay, but you're not his dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, you're some random dude that he met once yesterday. Um, Lisa points out they had one weekend together. He doesn't know her. He has no business with her son. Um, and she grabs Ben and tells Dean to leave them alone. Uh, before they can get very far, though, Ben runs back to give Dean a hug and tell him thank you before rejoining... Excuse me. Jordan. Uh, before rejoining his mother. Um, and as Ben and Lisa leave, Dean notices a set of extremely creepy children <laughs> watching them before they turn to stare at him. His face, when they turn to look at him, is great. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> uh... We cut to evening now, the sunset real fast. Um, Katie's mom is strapping her into the backseat of the car, like into like like seat belts. Um, <laughs> not like with like ropes or anything. <laughs> Just buckling her in. Um, and when she gets in the she's telling Katie like they're gonna go get ice cream. Um, when she um, gets in the front seat though, she sees the once again, like she sees Katie's reflection. And it's not Katie, it's, like, a weird monster. Um, and this... Oh! It's very well done. And I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) It's the circle mouth and the, like, empty eyes. Yeah. No. I don't like it. Don't like. Don't like. Um, I also made a note. (laughs) It's like, Changeling (laughs) freaks me out so bad. Um, babe. Sorry, what was that, babe? Babe. Uh, she froze. <laughs> you like, you froze. Yes. You froze. And... Babe. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> y- you froze, and then your your scream was like in slow motion. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> it was like three different pitches. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's funny. Okay. Um, I put in my notes, word for words, I said, changelings freak me out so bad. The circle mouth, hell no. And then I said, you know what is also a hell no? The sound that this car makes when she turns it on. <laughs> like, we get, like, a very brief shot of her turning the key in the ignition, and the sound the car makes is not a sound a car should be making. <laughs> yeah. But I digress. Like, it's bad. <laughs> was like, mm, maybe you should get that checked out. She's about to drive her car into a lake, though, so, like, eh, not really a problem anymore, I suppose. <laughs> She's taking some extreme measures here. <laughs> <laughs> really extreme measures. Because instead of taking Katie for ice cream, um, the mom drives up to the edge of a lake, gets out, and, and releases the brake. her child. Yeah, letting her car and daughter drive into the water. Um, Katie, looking back at her mother through the, the back window as the car goes into the lake. Horrifying. Uh, yeah, yeah. This whole sequence is so intense. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck, Supernatural? You just literally had a mom at least think she murdered her own child. On she purpose. did it on purpose. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel sorry oh, for. No, um, froze. She freezes at the best moments. You keep freezing. 
I know. It's Stop when freezing. I try, it's when I try and talk every time. Don't talk then. No, you need to talk. <laughs> I, I like hearing my I, girl I talk. Want, I wanted to try and contribute. <laughs> I know. What did you have to contribute? This is talking about the, the mom's going to need therapy after this. Oh, she's going to need a lifetime of therapy. Because oh my god. She's scared of her own child now. <laughs> She's scared of her own child. She thinks her she murdered her own child. And then she gets back home and said child is not dead. Yeah. <laughs> this is horrifying. Well, I mean, like, even um, when her daughter, like, her normal daughter comes back, she's <laughs> gonna need major yeah. therapy. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're gonna need all the therapy. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, the super wiki speculated that this specific, the way that Katie's mom tries to kill her, um, is referencing a 1994 case uh, where a woman named Su- Susan Smith was convicted of murdering her two sons by drowning them in a lake in South Carolina. Um, I'm not super familiar with this case. I've listened to at least one podcast episode at, like, some point, so, like, I kind of remember the details, but I I have a... What? Um, Can like, you say that name again? The show notes. Um, essentially, like, she originally claimed her sons were kidnapped Wait, during babe. a carjacking. Um, later, though, she confessed to actually letting her car roll into a nearby lake with both children inside, which is horrifying. Um, it's it's really bad um oh no we're frozen again oh no babe i missed all of that oh no oh no (laughs) well i guess you just have to listen to this episode (laughs) can you hear me she froze again there you are i wonder maybe we should turn the cameras off (laughs) <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> getting mad. Turn the cameras off. Maybe that will help. Well, I want to see you. Oh, you'll see me some more later, okay? I'm trying to potentially solve our problem. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Wait, how do I... Boop, boop, boop. Hit the turn off camera button. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. Um, how do I do the thing? I'm mad. Hey, sorry. This has been really difficult. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I keep getting cut off from like what you're saying, so I don't know what you've been talking about. Oh. Do you want me to, um, repeat myself? That's okay. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Um, are you positive? Mm, yeah. Only fools are positive. Uh-oh. I, <laughs> I love you. I love you too. I was just talking about how the um, it's possible that this specific, the choice 
to have Katie's mom like send the car into the lake was inspired by a real life case where a woman murdered her two children by letting her car roll into a lake with both of them inside. So that's fun. It was very exciting. It's very depressing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. (sighs) Did I cut out again? Yes. I'm sorry, babe. Uh, I'm sorry. It's normally not had this many problems before. I know. I don't know what's up with it today. Really, really, really frustrating. <sighs> Why does my Wi-Fi suck? I don't know. I'm sorry. This sucks. We'll be able to talk to you. I know. I'm sorry. This this episode's just gonna be mostly you, because every time I try and contribute, it doesn't work, so. We'll just have to try and record in person next week. Yeah. No technical difficulties when we record in person. At least not internet technical difficulties. Well, um, I wanted to record in person. I know, I wanted to too, but I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And then I had overtime. I just didn't want you to also like drive all the way up here and spend all that gas when we're also gonna be driving around on Sunday too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I mean um, we've not normally had this many problems before, so Yeah. Like I figured like it's real it was a reliable solution, but apparently not. Your so, internet's it's just only dumb. reliable when my internet decides to be reliable. Yeah. Which is unpredictable. <laughs> not today. It's apparently not going to be reliable yeah, today. Yeah, not today. Um, shall we continue onward? And yeah, do sorry. our best? Sorry, babe. You can just shoot me a Discord message if it freezes again. Yeah, I guess that's true. If it, if it cuts out, send me a message. Um, and I'll stop talking and then you won't miss as much stuff. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> I was say, if I just cut out, I'll be mad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Returning to Supernatural. Um. So the poor mother returns home, distraught, to find her soaking wet and very alive daughter sitting at the counter asking for ice cream. <laughs> Still stuck on the ice cream. Still stuck on the ice cream. This part is just as terrifying as the lake. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so horrifying. Okay. Um. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> You're just quiet. <laughs> I'm a so... to talk now. <laughs> Back at the motel room, um, Sam reveals all of his research into changeling lore. Because according to Sam, there is one in every victim's house. Um, so, uh, as always, I got my lore information from the SuperWiki. That link is in the show notes. Um, 
Within Supernatural, changelings are humanoid creatures with discolored, slimy skin, hollow eyes, and a round mouth with many teeth. They can appear human, but their true nature can be revealed in their reflection, and they feed on a human synovial fluid, which I have also included a link for in the show notes, because I was like, I'm sorry, they're what? Yeah, what is that? That So, according to Wikipedia, synovial fluid, also called synovia, is a viscous, non-Newtonian fluid found in the cavities of synovial joints. With its egg-white-like consistency, the principal role of synovial fluid is to reduce friction between the articular cartilage of synovial joints during movement. Okay. Um, Ew. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what a synovial joint is. Tell me, tell me. Synovial joints join bones or cartilage with a fibrous joint capsule that is continuous. It's a very specific thing to feed on. With the some, I don't, I don't know. So it's basically the disjoint unites long bones. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I guess it's basically like lubrication for your joints. Joint lube. And changelings eat it. <laughs> Ew. Like I said, very, very specific thing. Very specific diet. It's a diet. very specific diet. Um, Alright, then. So, yeah. Their, uh, like, abilities slash strengths include um, some super strength that se- appears. Um, they can appear human and are capable of shifting between forms. Um, and then they have this lamprey-like mouth covered in sharp teeth that allow them to feed. Their weaknesses are mirrors, which can reveal their true form. Um, their connection to their mother, um, killing a mother changeling causes all of its children to die instantly, and the only way to kill a changeling is to set it on fire. Uh, which is fun. Fun He's stuff. not excited about that at all. <laughs> not gross uh, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it seems that the changelings are replacing kids, killing the fathers, or babysitters, or basically anybody who's, like, kind of getting in between them and their food source, uh, and then feeding on the moms. We even actually get a shot of changeling Katie feeding on her, yeah. feeding on her mom, which is creepy. Extremely creepy. (laughs) Poor mother. Um, but yeah, and the only way to kill them is fire. Sam says that, uh, according to the lore, real kids are said to be stashed underground somewhere, so they might actually still be alive. Uh, they are. We didn't actually kill any children in this episode. <laughs> we just made you think we did. <laughs> um, realizing that any kid is at risk, Dean insists that they go check on Ben, uh, and when they arrive, where he very awkwardly tries to get Lisa to leave town with Ben for the weekend... By giving her one of his stolen credit cards, Dean. <laughs> what? I think the name was like Siegfried Houdini. Dean. <laughs> um. Oh my god. So, which? Oh, according to the Super Wiki, the name on Dean's credit card is a refer- reference to the magician Sieg- Siegfried Fischbacher. Of Siegfried and Roy fame, and obviously Harry Houdini. Um, Dean is such a nerd with his aliases. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, But, okay, so Dean tries to get Lisa to leave town, but finds out that they are too late. Ben has already been replaced by a changeling. 
um, Changeling Ben is terrifying. Um, he immediately, like, wants Dean to leave. Um, Dean does not leave. Dean stalks the house for a little bit. <laughs> like a creeper. As you do. Uh, yeah. Finds some of the same red spots that Sam found at the other house, but this time he touches them and realizes it's not blood, but actually red dirt. That shit gets fucking everywhere. Like, yeah. Utah's got its red dirt. Yes. Oh my god. Oh they my dye t shirts with the stuff. Like, <laughs> it it gets it's everywhere and it stains everything. Yeah. It's very pretty, yeah. though. It, yeah, it looks nice. It's nice to look at. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's still red dirt embedded in the fabric of my tennis shoes. Oh, so, yeah. Thousand, from our trip to Moab. Thousand percent, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Sam, or Dean runs back to the car uh, and tells Sam what happened. They He knows exactly where to go. Um, and we cut to a construction site, which we actually saw at the beginning of this episode, but I didn't mention. Um, when Dean arrives in Lisa's neighborhood, we open on the neighborhood with a shot of this house under construction and the pile of red dirt in the front yard. <laughs> That's our first oh. look at Lisa's neighborhood. Yeah, I didn't notice this that. House. Um, and that is now where they arrive. Um, the... oh, you cut out again. Oh. I'm, am I back? Yeah, now you're back. How long did I cut out for? Like 10 seconds. Okay. Um, well, they arrive at this construction site. Um, this is a fun set for a final fight scene, I think. I think it's fun. It's a, it's a different from the usual. Like, it's not a, a weird, abandoned, wet pipe warehouse <laughs> or <Yeah>. something. <laughs> like you know it's 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 dry for starters <laughs> um the boys go in uh they have these makeshift flamethrowers um i actually think it's like a tank of like prop of, of fuel of some kind like sprays the fuel and then they have to light it themselves because when we see sam use the lighter the the flamethrower on the um mother changeling later he has the lighter in his hand um so they split up dean heads around back sam goes in the front um dean follows some like banging noises he hears down to the basement where he finds ben all the other missing kids and at the local realtor alvin cages meanwhile upstairs uh, the fake realtor has found sam um she like goes for a trespassing angle uh and he plays along with it even though he spotted her changing reflection to buy himself time to try and get her with his flamethrower he misses uh she vanishes she she moves fast <laughs> um in the meantime back at lisa's house changeling ben is refusing to go to bed <laughs> uh he wants pizza uh and as she goes heads to the kitchen she spots his reflection in the coffee table he uh, wants pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quite reasonably, freaks the fuck out. Um, down in the basement, Dean frees the kids. There's a lot of cutting around in this sequence. Um, he's getting them out through a basement window. Uh, he breaks the glass, and then Ben offers up his little jacket <laughs> to cover the sharp edges so nobody gets cut. The little hero. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's, he's a good little um, assistant. Good little helper. 
Um, Sam arrives uh, with the warning that there is a mother changeling, uh, and the mother shows up then. Um, we kind we cut around a bunch here. Um, Lisa tries to leave, but more of the changeling kids are blocking her path. At Katie's house, the mom has locked herself in the bathroom again. She's got water running, and changeling Katie is banging on the door the same as earlier, just screaming, let me in, over and over again. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a bit intense. Um, the realtor, or the fake realtor, the changeling mother, fights with the boys, um, while Ben stacks buckets <laughs> to get the last of the kids out before escaping himself. Um, and while he does that, Sa Dean manages to knock the realtor down, and or the changeling mother down, uh, and uh, gives Sam time to torture, which causes all of the children changelings to go up in flames. Um, I have a very important note that Sam with the flamethrower is seriously fucking hot <laughs> uh <laughs> did i cut out again no babe no <laughs> you're still there oh okay you just didn't react to me <laughs> I, I was snickering quietly <laughs> uh, oh well, i couldn't hear you snickering <laughs> i did in fact pull this episode up on my uh hard drive to get a screen cap of it for our uh sh our podcast art for this week because i love it so much it's something about the expression he's wearing and the casualness of a fl of the flamethrower and the lighter like it's just so like it's oh. actually kind of slow there you go what there you go again <laughs> what you're you're gone oh but there but, you are yes i find i find this specific moment very attractive. <laughs> Same with a flamethrower. You find um, everything that man does attractive. Shush! It's okay. He's the only man I find attractive, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're safe. <laughs> uh, I have come to the realization that I am a lesbian. In fact, I just... Have... Wait, what? I'm basically a lesbian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of like told me your feelings about that but I didn't realize you had identified as a lesbian now I don't I, I'm going back and forth between lesbian and queer undecided yeah, um same <laughs> I, I feel like lesbian is more accurate but yeah. queer means I don't have to explain that my like attraction to specific men is all fantasy and not like based in reality yeah <laughs> you know like if i actually met them in real life like i'd probably still be attracted to them but the fact that i they are unattainable it like makes them safe kind of i don't know it's a thing mm. it's a thing it's compulsive heterosexuality and all sorts of other stuff i don't know but i think lesbian is probably the like most accurate descriptor but i'll probably i might just go by queer yeah because it's vague <laughs> yeah but lesbian has a pretty flag it does i saw this great tiktok i should remember this so this great tiktok and this person was like like explained like this is like how i like the who i'm attracted to like gender wise uh and uh people are like oh so you're pan and she's like i mean i guess but i hate the flag 
So <laughs> like it's basically Fair. about how she, she identifies as bi because she doesn't like the pan flag. <laughs> and the, like in her caption, she was like, it's the yellow. It's really intense. <laughs> the pan flag is like the colors are fun, I think, but they are very over like oversaturated and bright. And yeah. they're they're not for me either. <laughs> I was like, yeah. No. Meanwhile the bi flag looks like a sunset. It's very pretty. The bi flag and the lesbian flag both look like sunsets, which is why I liked them. Yeah, they've come um, out with a new lesbian sunset flag, which is very pretty. Yeah. I have it hanging in my room. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very pretty. Um, alright. So, it is morning now. We cut to the morning. Um, nights go real fast in this show. The Impala pulls into Lisa's driveway, uh, and Ben runs out to greet Lisa. Uh, Lisa, who watched a fake version of her child go up in flames. Uh, <laughs> Poor lady. That's fun. <laughs> uh, so... Lisa's like, what happened? And Dean's like, I don't know if you want to know. And then he, of course, tells her. Um, not right at this moment, but he does tell her. Um, Sam says he's going to give them time. <laughs> I don't know if he just hangs out in the car or if he... I think he goes back to the... He goes back to the motel. I think. Because Dean is not there at the motel when we cut to Sam later. So I guess Sam goes back to the motel by his own on his own and just leaves Dean at Lisa's. But <laughs> Dean doesn't hang around that long. So does Dean walk home? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, Dean goes inside with Lisa where he explains the changelings to her. Um, he's like, yeah, this is why I never mentioned my job. Um, she confirms once and for all that Ben is definitely not his kid. Ben, who is surprisingly okay, at least at the moment. He's just chilling at the kitchen table with his headphones on, like, jamming to some music and eating a sandwich. Just a, a mood. Like, you go. Good for you, kid. <laughs> it's a good-looking sandwich, too. Um, But yeah, so according to Lisa, she got a blood test done when Ben was a baby. Uh, ben is definitely not Dean's son. Um, and Dean is actually a little bit disappointed. I yeah. thought I thought his um his comments that he makes here are actually really sweet. And like mm-hmm. it kind of ties into the fact where, you know, he believes this is like his last year of living, right? Yeah. And he's like, Well like what's my legacy that I'm leaving behind, you know? I never had the chance yeah. to be married and have kids, you know? Yeah. He says, uh, I copied and pasted the quote. He says, um, a guy in my situation, you start to think, you know, I'm going to be gone one day. And what am I, what am I leaving behind besides a car? Yeah. Uh, uh, for starters, Dean, a brother, <laughs> you know, the one you sold your soul for. <laughs> you remember him? <laughs> He's your legacy for starters. Um, and yeah, I really do. Like, I understand Dean's mindset. And it is like, on the one hand, it is really sweet. Like, uh, it is not a good reason to have a kid <laughs> no. to want like a legacy to leave behind. But I, but I understand realizes how... like he might like having kids, maybe because he had that connection with Ben, you know. Yeah, I think he like he likes the idea of being a dad. But yeah, um, I think he more but... like the opportunity to be able to, you know, have that one day. 
and yeah to have like have left uh, yeah to like have left like a lasting effect on the world yeah in the form of another person i guess is a good way to put it um yeah like wanting like a, a family legacy life. to leave behind isn't really a great reason to have a kid i don't think like people who are like carry on you have to carry on the family name you yeah have to carry on the bloodline yet like no bad reason to have a kid yeah. but i do understand how dean who is staring at the end of his own life would like the thought of like a little mini winchester out there living a, a good life continuing the winchester line and the winchester story um and continuing to have an effect on the world and like the like he would like the knowledge that he helped bring that to be you know um lisa does very kindly point out to him that ben wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for dean so that has to count for something um and dean says that uh he would have been proud to be ben's dad uh yeah which prompts lisa to kiss him Dean gets the girl at the end of this episode. She doesn't, she was very hesitant at the beginning of this episode, but she's come around. Um, <laughs> she invites him to stay, but Dean reluctantly, he tells her that this isn't his life. Um, and he leaves. And I guess he's walking back to the motel because Sam is in the motel alone. Because um, I'm assuming he drove. <laughs> he definitely took, he must have taken the car, right? Uh, he has... He's finding out through a series of phone calls that his mother's friends and family have, uh, as he put it, as he puts it, been systematically wiped off the map one at a time. Um, and he brings the the mysterious woman Ruby in to tell her this. Uh, he demands to know who she is, and she says, "Uh, like what the hell happened." Uh, like what she knows about this um, she says it was a yellow-eyed demon she doesn't know um, exactly what happened she just knows it was all about him all about Sam uh, and then when he gets real up in her face about it she reveals that she is a demon um, yeah <sighs> Katie Cassidy with black eyes is hot <laughs> I just the I mean, demons when they do general, the black eye thing. It's hot, <laughs> <especially>. okay. <laughs> Every time Meg does it, in love. <laughs> I have but simple, simple needs, <laughs> simple desires. I don't know what it is. It's uh, so you tell me um, I should uh, wear some black eyes, <laughs> and I'll turn you on. <laughs> I would also have to guide you around literally everywhere because you wouldn't be able to see. <laughs> Those contacts are opaque. <laughs> like, you cannot see through them. Um... <laughs> but yeah. You didn't answer this... my question, though. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um... Kind of. For science. <laughs> <laughs> I will have you know it's not just the women that with black eyes I think are hot um it's the guys too <laughs> I mean I figured it's, it's hot it's, I don't know what it is um but yeah this, this demon claims this currently still unnamed <laughs> she still haven't introduced herself she claims she wants to help Sam figure out what happened to his mom and her friends like what was going on 
Um, and if he lets her, she says she can help him save Dean. Which is a big note to leave this episode on. Um. Yeah. Quite the cliffhanger. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think the yellow eyes killed all of Mary's friends and family detail really actually goes anywhere. Spoiler. Um. Huh, really? Yeah, I don't think it's ever really brought up again. I can't think of anything. Um, I guess they decided not to continue that Also, one. he he didn't kill all of them because we meet some of the boy's distant relatives on his, their mom's side in a later season. That's also a spoiler, I'm sorry, but... Wait, say that like again. We meet some. We we meet some of their cousins oh. on their mom's side in a later season. That's cool. So I think Ruby specifically tells Sam that it's like everyone who like knew their mom. So like, if these cousins didn't know her, maybe they were safe. But yeah, like yeah, this specific like detail where like Yellow Eyes killed a bunch of the people who like knew their mom doesn't really come up again. So, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, that is this episode. It's a pretty kind of Dean-heavy episode. Not kind of, very Dean-heavy episode. But the Sam stuff in it is pretty important, I think. Um, <laughs> just, just a tiny bit important. <laughs> uh, as we get to know Ruby a little more. And kind of what she wants with Sam specifically. Uh, I like Ruby. I like Ruby a lot. I'm a big fan Luby's of Ruby. Ruby? In... Ruby. <laughs> I mean Ruby. I said Luby. <laughs> yes, I like <laughs> I like Ruby a lot. <laughs> I was reading something that started with an L and I got tongue tied, okay? <laughs> Luby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> Luby. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Uh, I don't really have any big thoughts about this episode. I mean, like we kind of we kind of talked about um, Dean's thoughts about having a kid. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't go out and have a kid. But, like, you know, his thoughts on, like, what it would have been like to have a kid. Like, which I think is always kind of interesting. What? Um, he cut out. I just think it's interesting. You think what's interesting? <laughs> um, Dean, like, whenever Dean, like, we get, like, Dean interacting with children and stuff. And we're like, wow, he actually would have made a really good dad. Mm, you yeah. know? Um, excuse me. Where on earth? There it is. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't really have any like strong thoughts on this episode otherwise. What do you think, babe? Um, 
Yeah, it was just kind of a for most of it, it just kind of felt like a mediocre monster of the week. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah, it's just kind of like a regular old monster of the week. For like it's not a season that really has a lot of good special. episodes. It's kind of off <laughs> to a, a slow rough start. start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. Because I feel like se- season two at this point, like we had already gotten like a lot of good episodes so far. Oh two yeah, because season two kicks off with um, in my time of dying, like yeah. Um, then I guess there's everybody episode. loves, and then we get everybody loves a clown. Kind of mediocre, but you know, not as good. Since the um, season is extra short too, it's just like each episode really counts, you know. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's a really good point. Like, if they'd had, like, their full season, this slow start... Wouldn't matter as much, Wouldn't, yeah, yeah, but because we know that there's only 14 episodes left from here, Uh we're like, okay, let's pick it up a little bit. Let's let's go. We got stuff to get to. What? I don't even know what our next episode is. They have such a big plot line to get through for this season. Like, I don't know. This is kind of a slow, mediocre start, but it's not adding a lot to the main plot you know honestly <laughs> neither is the next episode what is the next one bad day at black rock oh but that one is a good episode though <laughs> it's just a good episode but like um let's see i'm trying to just think like all of season three in general um let's see Magnificent Seven, pretty weak. Kids are alright, pretty weak. Bad Day at Black Rock is good. Sin City is good. Bedtime Stories, weak. Red Sky at Morning, it's a decent episode. I like it at least. Fresh Blood, that's pretty good. Very Supernatural Christmas, very good. I like that one a lot, it was good. The one I can't pronounce, and I'm gonna have to figure out how to pronounce it. That one's Uh, meh. It's okay, but it's got some, like, important Ruby Ruby info. Yeah. Dream a Little Dream of Me is just a monster of the week. Mystery Spot. Mystery Spot. I cannot so wait to get to. So I'm good. so excited about that episode. Um, that's an important one. Mm-hmm. It's a fun one, but it's also an important one. Um, Justin Bellow is an important one. Ghost Facers is fun another. fun for everybody except Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sam. Ghost Facers is a m- kind of monster of the week. Yeah. Long Distance Call. Which is Time also is on my one. side. I think, like, Long Distance Call is kind of where the metaplot kicks back in. Like, we don't... I'm trying to think. Yeah, I guess Sin City's got some kind metaplot. Kind of all over the place. <laughs> Let's see. Sin City is a little bit metaplotty. Um, very Supernatural Christmas. Like, specifically thinking of, like, the Save Dean plot. Um, we get more of Ruby, I guess, in the witch one. But Mystery Spot is huge. Justin Bellow is huge. Long Distance Call is not huge, but is a little bit important, I still think. Um, Time is on on my side is huge. And then obviously No Rush for the Wicked. Like, we've got like five episodes (laughs) that are meta-plotty out of a 16-episode season. (laughs) Like, it's a bit rough. It's a bit rough. But yeah, you're right. The length of the season has a huge effect on how we view the episodes, you know? Can you repeat that? <laughs> the how the length of the season has a big effect on how we view the episodes? Yeah. That's, yeah. 
You're right. If we had, if this season was 22 episodes long, spending two episodes at the beginning kind of slow getting into it, like, it would still be a slow start to the season, but it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Like, it wouldn't be so blatantly, like, like jarringly slow. Yeah. You know? Um, I think if we knew we had 20 more episodes, but instead we have 14 more episodes. And yeah. it's a little bit like okay let's get let's get on with it we've got some important ground to cover like come on yeah <laughs> you know true so yeah you're right the length of the season a hundred percent has a very big impact on like how we're viewing these episodes individually i honestly hadn't really thought about that about how the season 13 or season season 13 what season three being so short <laughs> like impacts the effects that the individual episodes themselves have um but yeah this is it's an okay episode i mean the monster's interesting yeah the creepy kids are extremely effective the special effects are very well done uh i like lisa i like ben some of ben's dialogue is a little bit questionable <laughs> i'm sorry but i'm still not over um where is it uh, look out, ladies! Here comes trouble. <laughs> I, that, that what? Yeah, what <laughs> eight-year-old like would ever say that? <laughs> that feels like something that is on the front of a really sexist baby onesie. You've seen those onesies, <laughs> oh my right? Gosh, yes. The the girl ones say stuff like "I'm not allowed to date till I'm 30," and the boy ones say stuff like "chick magnet" or like yeah. "I like oh boobs gosh. too." Like. Like, my dad and I both like boobs. That's one I've seen. <laughs> like, oh what? Gosh. Yeah. The lookout lady, here comes trouble, is something that is definitely on the front of some shitty, sexist little boy shirt somewhere. Yeah. Oh, oh my <laughs> like, gosh. Children's clothing is so sexist. It's the worst. It's the worst. Ugh. Like, just like the, the patriarchy and misogyny that's like so subtle put into even children's stuff you know it's, it's not even subtle sometimes yeah, sometimes it's, it's not even subtle but. i've seen like baby girl onesies that say thunder thighs on them oh my god like i'm sorry what how about we stop sexualizing oh. babies bodies please uh, what the fuck yeah and also like let's not like draw attention to like a baby's weight like that why does it matter they're supposed to be chunky they're supposed to be chunky. They need to be chunky to survive. We are getting <laughs> off topic. Gosh, we have strong feelings about this, apparently. <laughs> it's just really frustrating. It's really frustrating, and some of Ben's dialogue kind of reads like that. Yeah. Also, the um, only bitches send grown-ups. <laughs> like, they could have said babies. Only babies send grown-ups, they're, or something like they're that. They're trying to make know? them s seem too Dean-ish. Yeah, and like in going doing a little so, over the kind board. of like aging up his dialogue a little bit. Like Which is weird is coming eight. from an eight-year-old, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes his dialogue so jarring. If is, he was like a teenager eight. or something, maybe that would make more sense, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, like, in general, like, this isn't like the worst episode. It's fun to watch. But... Yeah, it is a. It's still. We're still having a very slow start to this season. So, but it's gonna pick up 
a little bit. You At least again. we're going to have some real good fun next week because we are going to cover Bad Day at Black Rock with the gorgeous, amazing Lauren Cohen. I'm super excited. Super, super excited. I love her so much. Um, Bella is fabulous. Oh my um, god, I love her. Yes. I love Bella. Is this one she's real, introduced? Real excited. In? Yep, in Bad Day at Black Rock. Oh yeah. Um, also, Bad Day at Black Rock is just an all-around fun time of an episode. It is a it's good one. It's just fun. Jared gets to do physical comedy. He doesn't think he's good at physical comedy. I think he freaking nails it. Um, like, it's... We get some Bobby... We get some Gordon, we get Bella, like, it's just a good, good episode. So I'm very excited to talk about that. Um, In the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, If you like what you hear and you haven't already, please subscribe to us on whatever your favorite podcast app is. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all those fun places. Um, If you, if you have, are able to, um, please, please, please leave a rating on, let me try that again. Wow. I just, <laughs> I don't have my script. <laughs> I'm just pulling this out of my ass. <laughs> Where's my, how do I usually say this? Um, okay. Um, if you're able to, please review the podcast on iTunes. It helps the algorithm, helps more people find us. Um, uh, if you have fellow supernatural fans tell them about us if you would like to reach out you can find the podcast on twitter at talk about sam pod on instagram at we need to talk about sam podcast and on tumblr and tiktok at we need to talk about sam um i'm little red who could on twitter and the little red who could on tumblr and Haley, my love where can the people find you um Lost her. <laughs> what? I spaced out. Oh, <laughs> it's just dead air. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> um, you're cute. Um, <laughs> do you want me to read them? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Life Was On Three, right? <laughs> Yep. And um <laughs> HF thoughts dash blog on Tumblr. On Tumblr. <laughs> oh my god. We did it. She did it. Yay. <laughs> Thank you guys again so much for listening and we will talk to you next week. Bye. This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. And this week we are covering season three, episode two. What? Can you not hear that? No. Okay, good. (laughs) She's scratching her chin and her collar is going crazy. 
Oh, I can't hear it. You're the mic. The uh, uh, audacity might be able to hear it, but okay. Um, yeah, I can't hear it. <laughs> I was yeah, really she... confused because you started laughing, and I thought I said something funny. But she's I, no. aggressively itching it's a dog. her chin. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was ruining the take. <laughs> Oh no, it's fine. I mean, you can you might be able to hear it on the recording. Yeah. I'll know in post. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Trying oh. again. <laughs> Is she done? Yep. This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a Supernatural superfan and a Supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. And this week we are covering Season 3, Episode 2, The Kids Are Alright. I'm Kenzie. Uh, you froze again. Uh-oh, she froze. You froze. Did you say the thing? <laughs> no, because I you cut off in the middle of your sentence. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I thought you had paused for a minute. Okay, well, I'll just cut and chop it. I'm Say your thing. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. Sam.